Hello and welcome to episode number 21 of the Girl You Need podcast. Uh, My name is Emma-Jane Punter and for anybody that is just tuning in, this is a podcast where we talk about all things self-esteem and I invite beautiful women who are going to teach us something additional on self-esteem, help us on the journey of self-esteem and just share their own personal story on on this very 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 important topic of our life so on today's episode we've got a lady called Trace Garbin who is all the way in Australia and she is a teacher of adults who specializes in helping people reconnect their inner wisdom their intuition by becoming self-aware uh, so we this is a good really really good episode actually and we talk about self-awareness self-trust we talk about how the ego is not the enemy um, I'm not sure Olivia I would quite agree with Olivia not being the enemy um, but we dive into journaling and meditation and how you need to create space for yourself in order to grow it's a really good episode i learned lots and lots from trace um we're probably get, i'm probably going to get her on the podcast again in the future at some point and i just think you're going to learn loads so the recording went a little bit skew with a couple of times so it might sound a little bit like it's jumped just because the the computer crashed so um I apologise in advance, but hopefully it doesn't mix up the flow too much and it's still a great podcast. So I'm just going to put a little clip on about the advertisers who sponsor the podcast and give me a paid advertisement and then we'll get straight into the episode. Thank you. Full transparency, this is a paid advertisement. However, I am really excited to be collaborating with BetterHelp, who are an online therapy company with over 1,000 therapists online in the UK. BetterHelp are the only company that I wanted to work with specifically for this podcast, as the podcast focuses on self-esteem and having online therapy was a huge part of my self-esteem journey. Huge, huge part. I'm so happy to be able to offer listeners 15% off BetterHelp therapy using the link www.betterhelp.com forward slash the girl you need. You get to have therapy at home on your mobile via a video which for me took a massive amount of the anxiety out of going to see a therapist so that's www.betterhelp.com forward slash the girl you need so welcome to the podcast trace it's lovely to have you on it's lovely to be here thank you so much uh it's been a bit of a a bit of a work in progress isn't it for (laughs) you and I it's took a while but we got there yeah that's the main thing you know so tell us a little about yourself where you're from what you do for fun anything that you want to share cool all right well I have been teaching adults for 15 years Uh, my first career was actually a financial advisor and that didn't sit well because it was like selling you know selling was more important than being benevolent and that just didn't sit right at all So got into teaching because the institution, the financial institution I was working for got taken over and someone needed to teach. And it just was 
synchronistic that I fell into teaching. It was, it was meant to be. When I teach, it is an art form and it feels like that for both myself and the students. And my other art form is writing. It's a bit of a work in progress, my writing. I am learning a lot, but yeah. I'm loving it. Now, in my 20s, I had super, super, like low self-worth, like ridiculous. Um, it, was, it was pretty bad. I had no trust in myself or others. And, I, and, and just due to my upbringing, I over-controlled everything as a, as a way of feeling safe, mm-hmm. overthought everything, you know, and my conditioning was actually binding my own hands and I, I didn't feel like I belonged at all anywhere. So me being me, I, you know, sought help, both Eastern, Western modalities and, you know, over the course of like a 20-year period I did this. And what I was noticing is there was this massive gap and and probably before I get to that gap is when I started increasing my self-awareness, everything changed. Mm-hmm. It, it's like the, the darkness that I was experienced just melted away. And, and that's, that's, what I, that's what I teach because it has had, had such a profound influence on me. And what self-awareness essentially is, is it's just really getting to know yourself really well without judgment and just accepting whatever comes up and anything dark or bad it's actually great because Mm. it's a really really wise teacher yeah that's really interesting I think um self-awareness is something that I'm familiar with but it's quite hard to like how do you teach someone to be self-aware if they're not (laughs) self-aware oh it's um like leeling, it's peeling back the layers. So, and the same with being, um, having high self-esteem, there's layers to it. There's certain things you've got to build up. So self-trust is, is something that's key. Mm-hmm. And also it is unlearning everything you know, which can be super unsettling. But... Yeah. Uh, And also we've got these, we are beautiful creatures, humans, in the way that we have these beautiful mechanisms as part of our biology that keeps us safe. So our our brain with anything new, even if it's something really positive, wants to keep us safe. And we have this negativity bias that will always pop up. So, you know, it's important to kind of lay a bit of a structure and a foundation so everyone's aware when a dark thought pops up what to do and how to navigate it and um yeah self-trust is is a really good key it's interesting because I feel like the negative self-talk is one of the first don't know if you agree you're you're probably more experienced in this but the the negative self-talk is one of the first things to become aware of and realize that that happens when Mm. you're especially for me I come from a place of supporting people with the self-esteem but when you're trying to work on your self-esteem you have to understand that your brain it's like almost always against you 
and it will always give you that negativity side of def- it defaults to being a negative brain really doesn't it yeah but here's the interesting thing and I hear this a lot the ego's bad the shadow's bad your brain is bad it's not all bad it's all about harmonizing how you work with them your shadow self is is part of you it, it is the the beautiful uniqueness that you are and um, the ego, we, we do need our ego around. And when it comes to our beautiful brain, you know, we've got this left and the right side of the brain and they have to work harmoniously. And the same with, you know, having amazing intuition. If that intuition doesn't work synchronistically with our brain, well, it's, it's no game, is it? So it's mm. just working in harmony. Yeah. Yeah. I like the word harmony. You speak very eloquently, comes across very well. I'm very much enjoying listening to you, which is fun. Good. Yeah. Um, So I had a look at your website because you're, um, as you say, an educator and a writer. um, And you lead the way on accessing and maintaining what you call inner wisdom through self-awareness. So can you tell me more about the inner wisdom? Yeah, so inner wisdom essentially is your intuition. I just like the word (laughs) inner wisdom. And sometimes I I change it up and I say inner heart wisdom. Essentially, it's all the same thing. Okay. Okay. And what happens, and this is really prolific, everyone does it. And, you know, I catch myself out still to this day. You know, we, we are programmed, even in university, you know, you can't have it depending on what you, I should probably put that caveat, depending on what you study, everything has to be referenced, right? So they're, like I said, depending on what you study, yeah. their, you know, original thought, you know, doesn't really come into it. So here we are from a very young age, and then it's further embedded down the track to always look outside ourselves for the answers. However, the answers are already within and my story, um, so I, every child and all animals have great intuition. So intuition is a primal sense. So it's beyond the five senses. And what happens with humans is we get conditioned out of those primal senses. So we start, you know, listening to authority figures because we want to be good girls, good boys. And, you know, we stop listening to our own inner wisdom Mm -hmm. and, you know, our body is constantly telling us whether it be a physical sensation in a certain body part, whether it be your neck, your shoulders, your arms, your legs, and maybe a heaviness. And the gut is a really big indicator. Some people just have a knowing. Um, just showing up for yourself, two things happen. Number one, you're going to increase your focus muscle. And number two, you are naturally, because you're showing up for yourself, building self-trust. And how easy is it for us to show up for other people, but we don't bloody know how to or actually (laughs) show up for ourselves? You know, it's so much easier to go work for someone else and then You know, that's why I think entrepreneurs go, oh, my gosh, I had that that big come to Jesus moment because, 
you know, you are actually showing up for yourself. Mm. And I think with self-esteem, that is through my journey, I have realized that when you start, it's it's self, it's what you said about the self-trust. So when you say to yourself, right, I'm gonna go on a run tomorrow, and then you actually make the time and go on the run, your brain then says, Oh, okay, I kind of do what I say I'm gonna do. So I'm going to go on a run tomorrow. I'm going to maybe train for a half marathon. And over time, which I know something that you've mentioned before, your journey was, you know, 20 years, which I'd like to get into. But over time, it's a a slow process to realise that self-trust for me took years. And sometimes it's still something that I'll work on where I'll think, oh, God, no, can't be bothered. But it takes time to build that up to know that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. You're going to show up for yourself. Mm. Yeah. Um, the, the 10 minutes. So interesting. Do, oh, you med- yeah. do you meditate then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah do I do. You? I've tried meditation a few times, several times. I think maybe I've not given it as much. Maybe I could probably do with listening okay. to your meditations yeah. if you have them. Yeah, yeah, that's course, what you've got. Oh, okay. Um, now I just want to I just want to share something with everyone about meditation. Okay, <sighs> meditation isn't for everyone, and I I, and I want to um, unpack that a bit because if you have never given yourself space, you are going to feel itchy, scratchy. It is going to be like the worst duration, whether it be two minutes or 10 minutes, okay? And also the reason why some people really dislike meditation, like they've given it a go and they feel uncomfortable, is if there is really big trauma or even little trauma that they've never really digested and just kept shoving down and then they have these moments of stillness, mental stillness, and it comes up. Mm. So just be aware of that. If you have got some big trauma or even any type of trauma that you haven't unpacked consider unpacking that with a professional um, if you're really I don't know if there's a lot of resistance yeah um, and, and there are some common reasons why meditation doesn't work for everyone did you know dancing can be just as effective if not better than meditation. So it's not about, oh, you know, and a lot of psychologists, and I'm not a psychologist or a psychotherapist at all, just a teacher of adults. Um, Where was I going? Um, Oh, a lot of psychologists um, will actually say meditation is the way, meditation is the way, but they're not explaining. The reason why meditation is good is you are stealing the mind you're not getting rid of the noise you're just making enough space so you can process um you know and access that that inner knowing your center okay and if you can find an activity that isn't meditation that works for you fantastic Mm. That's a really nice way to describe meditation and not a way that I've actually heard before. I've, I've always thought it was to focus, but never to just be still and digest. And it makes me sad to hear that people have this 
like uh, what you're saying is that people just carry around trauma literally here to the top of your chest suppress 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 and even just sitting down for two minutes that resistance is that trauma trying to what's the word come out cure Uh, maybe not cure you know take pay attention to it I did not know that well it's actually two things it's still in the mind and also um, a nervous system people I love the holistic psychologist. She's amazing. And she's brought to the forefront, you know, um, the nervous system and how important it is to keep it regulated. And a lot of mental illness (laughs) actually stems from an unregulated nervous system. Okay. So they're the two reasons why you do meditation. Okay. But like I said, you can get the same. Uh, results exercising meditating oh sorry um dancing or 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 whatever works for you so just because someone's saying meditating you know find find your version of meditating meditating. yeah so i do open water swimming i find that very same as kind of a meditation vibe i used to do yoga with adrienne on youtube don't know if you know she is um and i'd do 30 days of yoga and every morning i did yoga and she'd said like body yoga is like body meditation which i guess is similar to what dancing is you're moving your body you're still you're not thinking about anything else Mm. and it was really relaxing and the reason like when you go back to the indian tradition like at its roots of yoga the whole reason you have yoga is it's part of the practice of stilling the mind because by the time you get to the meditation, have you noticed in yoga how blissed out you are? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's part of the work. The body stores all the emotions just like a house. You know, you don't want it to be cluttered. No, yeah, that's true. It's making me want to do yoga after this actually. Um, okay so I wanted to understand intuition a little bit more the inner wisdom and I'm going back to it but I find it really interesting um and so how do people find their intuition how do people accept give it space do they need to come to a teacher like yourself like what do people have to do to to listen to that intuition because I do think it's really good the way I think you explained it as above like that you've got your five senses and then you've got your intuition and I'm like that makes a lot of sense it's as important if not more important than some of them um so yeah let's just get into that a little bit more yes all right um I just want to go down the road of it being primal okay so in children like I'm talking toddler and baby below and animals, they have this profound primal senses to sense things. Have you ever had a cat or a dog come up to you when you're really sad? It just it just knows. Yeah. And the same with my son, when I'm absolutely at my end, I'm just so dusted. I'm, you know, not feeling well. He just knows. Yeah. Yes. Um, so it's primal and like I was mentioning over time you know we want to be really good boys and good girls and and we kind of lose sight of that and for me what actually happened 
is, and I can still vividly see this as like a three-year-old seeing the spirits and, and communicating on a couple of occasions what I could see. And, you know, the repetition at that age to someone I looked up to, I thought, oh, well, they must be right. You know, if they're saying I've made that up, I've made that up. Um, so you kind of put it to the side and this is for everyone and no one's to blame that this has happened. I think that's the, the biggest thing is when you are disconnected from your intuition, you know, we're just all trying to survive, you know, and we've got those biological factors like our, our um, what is it called? Negativity bias that's trying to keep us safe. And yeah, so we're just trying to, you know, survive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then how would somebody um, redevelop that, I guess? Is it something that you would redevelop or re? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It is absolutely something that you can redevelop. Um, sorry, I'm just adjusting my thing. It's still a bit fuzzy, but sorry. It's okay. Um, so it's all about making space and it doesn't have to be a lot of space. It can just be, you can set a reminder, even if it's just a couple minutes a day, mm -hmm. just to check in with your, how you're feeling. Um, if you are noticing any troubles or suffering around certain people or events, you know, making time to, to check in with what is, is going on and is a good place to start. Okay. What, yeah, what I do at a minimum, um, but, and it's great when you first to start out to do this, you know, at the end, at the end, at the start of the day, just checking in, you know, and, and, and also digging a little bit deeper than that. Like what, what brings you joy? What, drains your energy and then you know it, it's that flowing effect of awareness once you start becoming aware of one thing it actually lights up magically within you um, these possibilities you just didn't notice like you start noticing like maybe a bad thought you're having about yourself yeah. and then then you realize something oh I didn't realize then it affected maybe the way I spoke in public or it affected my social anxiety, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So makes sense. That, so, it's that yeah. self-awareness. Yeah. So um, how you, how you build up that muscle is you've got to make space. And that is the hardest thing because we're in an age where social media is at the top. Mm -hmm. They're using mm -hmm. our psychology against us and yeah, it's very, very tough to break away from, especially if you are juggling lots of things. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. like myself, like children, um, a big property, gardens, making sure there's food on the <laughs> bringing in an income. Like it all, it all, yeah. Okay. Does. Yeah. That makes sense. It's just trying to get and understand it and pull it out so that it makes sense to me um, and to people listening. Inner wisdom is not something I've heard of you see before. So I was just trying to get my head around that, but it's really interesting. And it brings me on to um, 
I must have took this from your website because I wanted to talk about journaling. So it must be something that you have on there. Um, so I've put, how would you teach someone to, so I guess what you were saying then about giving yourself that space, 10 minutes in the morning, unpicking stuff, you could use a journal to do that, couldn't you? To write those things down. Or, and this is a big thing, not everyone loves writing. And as a teacher, I'm all about individuality and there's no, and and that's the problem with, I think, mainstream schooling Mm -hmm. is you've got this one, this, this this one way of learning and that doesn't apply for everyone I love these new community schools that are very project-based and they're very flexible so um, with journaling getting back to it is if you don't like writing like a lot of people just don't everyone on their smartphones has those recording apps Mm -hmm. you need to be heard and if writing isn't your thing record yourself it's amazing it's mm-hmm. life-changing that's really interesting at first, oh at first you'll be like uh, 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 and then <laughs> you'll just be you'll just be pouring your heart out into your recorder and you will just feel so cathartically cleansed from this experience yeah yeah I've done to be fair I've done a few voice notes on my phone before but I think it was more to practice I might have been doing a presentation. I don't know. I went on iTunes before like yesterday and I thought, God, that's a lot of voice notes. I think I must have used it at different parts of my life, just sent a little recording. I've never listened to them again because the other side of it is it's quite cringy to listen to yourself back sometimes. It takes a bit of getting used to to know what your voice sounds like to then be comfortable with listening to it. But Yeah, and, and look, the interesting thing about... Uh, recording is you don't need to play it back or you can it doesn't (laughs) really matter it's just that marker in time it's very symbolic to record yourself um I I haven't done that because I love that cathartic feeling of writing I don't know what it is it's just like I feel like I'm I'm my fingers on a on a piano and I'm making music when I'm writing and I sometimes I just feel like I'd love the pen to keep up with my brain yeah Mm. yeah I'm a journaler I do like to journal Mm. I've got quite a few journals and I have a fountain pen Lewis bought me a fountain pen and it just makes the writing so much more smoother and sometimes I can write for five minutes sometimes it can go for half an hour it's just very different depending on what's going on but I've done a lot of my I'd say a lot of my personal development has come through some of the writing that I've done um, mm. and asking yourself the questions and then mm. letting yourself answer those questions yes um, uh, a lovely little nugget I'm going to give you about journaling is be careful the ideals you cling to they can sometimes get in the way and hold you a little bit back. And I'm going to give you a, a really common one. I'm a good person. So I don't judge and I don't over control and I don't, you know. So when yeah. you cling on to that ideal, it sometimes blocks your vision. So just be really open and, and watch what comes up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it, it's when you've, because you're writing it down as well. In my head, sometimes I've actually thought, 
someone might see this. And then I think to myself, no one's going to see it. It's private. It's in my house. You know, no, no one's here. So I'm like, I'll just write it. And I do just see what comes out. And sometimes I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't know I was feeling like that. And that's why I'm feeling like that. I think if you give yourself the space and look after, you know, treat it as a private book, then you can. It's quite interesting what comes up at times. Mm-hmm. And and as much as we were kind of, well, I was um, bagging out social media, technology is part of that. And, you know, there are so many amazing note-taking apps. So yeah. if if carrying around a book isn't your thing, cool. There's There's so many note apps. And I believe there's even journaling apps. I didn't know that journaling app. That's a good I'm idea. Sure. Yeah. I don't know that, but I, I reckon there will. There will be. be. <laughs> there will be. There's an yeah. app for everything. There will yeah. be. Um, I'm really, really enjoying this conversation. Thank oh, you so good. much. Oh, good. I've just realised because um, with you, I'm just so comfortable. So I'm like bloody blah blah blah, <laughs> and, and and I was just reflecting on your question. It was well, Trace how do you start becoming self-aware and tune into that intuition? Yes, it's making space. But here's the other um, thing of edge of the coin is if you have no self-trust, that intuition could be coming up 80, 180, 280 times a day. And if you don't have that self-trust, it's going to be like, yep, it's there and you're just going to ignore it. Mm. Okay. So self-trust is a big one. And that's why, doing that 10 minute exercise a day is and do it for a like I don't know whatever duration floats your boat but 90 days uh, actually builds a lifestyle 21 days breaks a habit okay or builds a habit sorry yeah so yeah. you know you decide what's right for you even if you even if doing it for a week is something you just want to test out and it needs to be something for you that's going to add value for you, you know. Um, and that's why I say Kegels because, like, especially if you've had a child, you know, you, you put those kind of things off and it's a self-care item. What's and, Kegels? Oh, okay. It, it might be the American <laughs> way of saying, like, um, um, pelvic floor. Oh, you know, okay. Floor yeah. exercises. So, so key. And it's something we all forget, you know, yeah. you get busy. Yeah, I do think um, some of it is, and I'm just thinking about, so I struggle a lot with self-sabotage. And oh. I do think that that self-trust, that intuition, that giving yourself even just 10 minutes can be, oh. even if you've got the time, can be really difficult because you come from a place of self-sabotage like you have that low self-esteem that you just kind of like I call it like a bit of a mental pit you know when you're in that mental pit and you're just like I can't be bothered I just I know what I need to do but I'll do it tomorrow I'll just order a takeaway I'll do it tomorrow I'll do it tomorrow I'll do it tomorrow yeah very pervasive it's all within us and yep comes up mm. it does so that 90 days is quite interesting because I think it gives you a bit of a time scale of do it for 90 days and you know it's a lifestyle change yeah 
that's it and in 10 minutes like if you can't show up for yourself for 10 minutes that's the thing like think how long you're at work for and showing up for other people if you know it's very symbolic yeah um that every day showing up for yourself And, and here's the thing if you don't show up one day for whatever reason yeah it, it is also a good practice to get into um to to start nourishing yourself and checking in why you didn't and also just accepting don't judge something and this is very left of center the people that judge externally are the biggest judges of themselves i have i have found and i've i've witnessed that in my classrooms yeah yeah i guess because and possibly the most the the ones struggling with low self esteem because you're caring what other people think and the reason you care what other people think is because you judge other people so you might think that they judge you the same way that you would judge them Yes. And while we're talking about all these things that some people might perceive as their shadow self, there there was something that happened to each and every one of us, okay, from a big T trauma to a little trauma um, that has affected us in some way, okay? So I I think it's really important that I, I state this. Um, because, you know, it it could have been abuse, neglect or bullying. You might um, be used to chaos. There might have been a separation of a caregiver. You know, your basic needs weren't met, such as like parenting, connection, love, food, shelter, you know, wanting to belong, to be praised. Maybe an accident happened or maybe there was just some conditioning. Like there is a reason behind always behind how we act negatively and even self-sabotage you know might come down to some needs not being met Mm -hmm. um you know so just don't don't be hard on yourself if there's something that you're noticing that isn't in alignment with the person your soul came here to be yeah it's part of the game in life to navigate and, and work out what's too heavy to hold mm-hmm. and just let it go. And that's part of the fun. Maybe for me, no, <laughs> yeah. inside. but we've got to stop being hard on ourselves, whether it be I'm not doing these things, I'm self-sabotaging. No, you're doing that because something happened prior to the age of seven and it might actually be stuck in your subconscious so you're not actually aware of it mm-hmm. but but we were born perfect and nothing has actually changed um if anything we've just embedded really bad um habits in our neural pathways and the reason why i'm talking about age seven is i did this contract with um, NDIS and that might that's very foreign to you guys so the National Disability Insurance Scheme mm-hmm. and it was my role to uh, train the psychologists and practitioners who were interviewing children seven and under to work out what disability payments they needed 
And it's very, very profound. So what actually happens prior to the age of seven is anything that happens. So all of those items I listed off, needs not met, um, an accident, whatever it might be, it, it gets stuck in our theta waves, right? So then we we have certain behaviours to cope with what has happened, whether it be self-sabotage and, and, and just spirals from there. So it's about unraveling what's going on so my self-sabotage is you know because of that and sometimes you don't actually need to explore and get curious maybe just just seeing it for some people is enough to go oh well I'm just going to make the change everyone's so different yeah that's so so good to hear I think it's it's nice to know that actually don't put the judgment on yourself like it's you know stop trying to be perfect just allow it let yourself just be if you if you were self-sabotaging today and eating loads of carbs it's okay and here's the thing about self-sabotaging and and things like that it's normally to well not always self-sabotage a lot of the time it's to feed a, a a void and that only just came into my head sorry when we were talking about overeating so overeating is a, is a big one. You're trying to fill a void. And same with cluttering up the home with things you just don't need. Oh, I'll just buy this thing because it'll make me feel happy in the moment because it's new. And yeah. then you bring it home and you've got a house full of shit. one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a big one for me. Actually, I just had an auntie who passed and, you know, one of the most tragic, like, like she was one of my closest um like I'm very close with my mum but due to the amount of mental illness in our home my auntie was my safe my safe haven right so she has a very very special place in my life and one of the most tragic things after the death of someone you love so profoundly as I did with my auntie is going through their stuff and you know like getting rid of it all like everything holds an energetic charge just as everything we consume uh, holds in our body like that abuse that whatever that happened uh, you know at any age really uh, gets stored in the body Um, and yeah it's just nice to be mindful of yeah it's good to know as well everything gets stored in the body I just don't think, you know, if you're going to make books for children, I think like you're right, that's where it starts. It's children that need to learn about this stuff because not that it's too late, but it's just a lot harder to try and. And here's the interesting. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's never too late for us because I've got some really old students um, like in their 70s. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But. The interesting thing is when I think about children is that, you know, you look at the mainstream schooling and it actually naturally goes against like the intuition. So, you know, it's a lot to work with. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you about your authentic self because I love this kind of area of self. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've seen it on your website. And I thought, oh, let's talk about that. 
So why, what do you mean by authentic self? And why do you think it's important that we have to be our authentic selves? Okay. Um, it's really easy to operate under a facade of what we think we should be. Okay. And there is a very specific reason that our soul came into this physical existence. All right. So, and, and obviously we get that amnesia um, when we first come into like our physical form and, you know, it continues and we've got to kind of work out like what is right, what is wrong. And, and, you know, our body is constantly giving us those signals and, um, why it's so important is because, and unfortunately the word authentic has been ruined, <laughs> but I'm going to use it. Um, there is absolute magic in your authenticity and the way you express yourself. And there is, there is so much magic when you can operate from your center and when I say operate from your center, so you're not looking outside yourself for the answers. You're actually just, you know, going inward and really feeling like, you know, what, what am I needing? What am I wanting? What am I wanting to do? What, what's going to light me up? What feels expansive? What feels restrictive? Okay. And you've got to watch out for false restriction because um, we have touched on that slightly and that is, you know, when we do anything new, we've got the two things happening. We've got new neural pathways happening. And also we've got a negativity bias with anything new. So, you know, we've got to watch out for false restrictions. Mm -hmm. um, but when you access anything from your center and your heart wisdom and your inner wisdom, it's, it's just a completely different um, experience and the scenery is more blissful you know there's so much more pleasure and enjoyment in the everyday so you know my life I think to some people would be very boring you know I am you know I've got a little child there's a lot of repetition there um, you know even in the gardening and you know what's required and I find it really beautiful there's there's so much beauty in it opposed to when you're not being your authentic self and working from your center, that kind of stuff is hard, harder because you, you're really not savoring um, the beauty in this physical existence. Mm -hmm. There is a lot more freedom when you operate from that center and access your internal resources. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I think um, for me, authentic self, I when you're someone who hasn't always been themselves or when you're someone who's acted with yep. a facade, yep. so my journey with self-esteem, that's why I wanted to ask you about it because I'm very much like you've got to be yourself. You just have to be yourself. You have to do what feels right for you. Say what you want to say, as long as you're not hurting anyone, and just be that person. And when you've always been someone who's kind of like um, doing things and saying things because you think that's what you should say or you think that's how you should react, 
to then realize oh. that you hope you suppress in this authentic self to then let yourself be yourself it's really refreshing because it's like actually this is who I am and what I've found through my own observant of myself is that the more you are the more you are yourself you get a better reaction from people because it's more genuine and it's more like yeah okay and some people will love you some people will hate you some people won't like you some people will whatever but I just feel like you get a better connection when you're more sitting into your authentic self. Yes. And for anyone out there that is listening to this and says, or was thinking to themselves, look, I don't know who I am. That's absolutely okay. You've got a a little bit of space to feel in to what feels right for you. Mm -hmm. And it's just a bit more exploring, which is really exciting. Yeah. I think it's quite a lonely place when you think I don't know who I am and I've actually felt that and I've been through that and I'm sure you have the same it's really oh, sort of scary I, I I felt like I was in really tight shoes and that's what actually led me on this journey and I'm, I'm still there like it is evolving and evolving and evolving oops <laughs> oh, you think oh no I can't evolve anymore and you do and it's it's really beautiful yeah um yeah yeah that's it so your journey took 20 years well it's like you say it's still evolving still going going. yeah yeah, I'm in my early 40s and in my 20s I I I didn't know who I was to that that is the best way I didn't know what I was who I was um and even people saying like find your bliss like those kind of words or who I was that that would really freak me out because I I didn't know who that was Mm -hmm. yeah and I mean I saw so many people went on so many retreats and then you know got to the point where um you know self-help was then very distracting you know so yeah it's been quite quite the journey quite the journey Sam, I am. Um, so I did the quiz on your website, which I loved, by the way. Oh, 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 what did you come out of? I did the quiz. Um, so I came out as a spellcaster. Ooh, <laughs> I'm a spellcaster. So um, it says your unique skills lie in your ability to evolve always spreading your funky freshness which I love your adventurous soul is willing to suspend fear and move forward ruthlessly towards your goals Hmm. does that that. land for you oh yeah I'm definitely adventurous I have the biggest adventurous soul ever um and funky freshness I'm loving that vibe (laughs) I actually had two of my friends they're both highly psychic I actually got, made them do that uh, quiz because I, you know, I just wanted to test it. Like even me, look at me. I've done all this work and I'm still like checking in. Oh, is that good enough? Um, it's still there. <laughs> uh, and they were just overwhelmed with the questions. They're like, oh, wow. Um, so, yeah. So I, I'm great. very, very happy. Yes. Yes, no, I'm I'm very happy with that quiz. So if you'd like to gauge your inner wisdom, your intuition, go check out the quiz. It's on my homepage. Um, and there's there's heaps of extra kind of little bid 
tidbits. And there's also, if you do put your email address in, you get a lovely meditation from me. Oh, so that's how I'll get a meditation. Mm. Do that. I'll do that. I want to try one of your meditations, definitely. Um, mm. But your website's great. So definitely recommend for people to get on that. Definitely. Yeah. I'm about to start an insight timer. Um, so insight timer if you don't know is a free app and it's also paid but what i love about it is you can access all these meditations for free oh okay it is my favorite there's also headspace that's up there yeah Uh, i don't know if that's paid though but i've just always found insight timer easy to use and free of course like you know there's some things you've got to pay for, but the meditations, oh my gosh, endless. Even just beautiful, relaxing music um, and fairy tales. Like there's these gorgeous voices, like reading you fairy tales. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I do like it. I use Headspace, I've, but this is oh, the yeah. second year that I've bought it. But oh, is there just- a free? I, I don't know I don't know I, I think okay. you get 14 days free maybe and then it pays annually so I've paid and I've just I just don't think it's my way of meditating maybe I need to listen to one of yours yours sounds more unique which I like the sound of so yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna I do, do a lot it. of channeling um, yeah. which, you, which is good um, channeling can freak some people out but essentially it's just you getting guidance outside of yourself and here's the really interesting thing about guidance oh sorry channeling is there's some really big uh famous people that channel but they actually call it god's divine wisdom and you know if it's a voice outside of your own and i do this a lot um when i'm writing and my guides specifically like me to write at ridiculous times and they say we like you to write at those ridiculous times because your head doesn't get in the way. And and look, that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So I always try to, this conversation has been beautiful. You explain oh. things very well. And I know the people listening are going to take a lot from it because I certainly, certainly did. So I just wanted to say thank you for that. Oh, thank you for having me. Yes. Um, I always try to end with three kind of confidence tips or if somebody was in a little bit of a funk what would you say or have you got any advice that you could give just to give people a bit of a boost yeah there's two things I want to say a couple things actually first I'm just going to say one of my favorite it's not a saying it's actually something I've pulled out that one of my favorite people mentioned his name is Joseph Burgo he is a psychotherapist and psychoanalyst so amazing amazing person and this is his extract from something he wrote Uh, everyone is teaching you how to find happiness how to experience unconditional love etc and the self-help and spiritual communities are full of it while the desire to find love happiness and transcend difficult emotions is normal it doesn't deal with the root cause of our suffering that can and will come up over and over again and that's why i really love self-awareness 
Yeah. yeah. Because it's getting to that root cause. Have you ever like done meditation or done yoga or done some spiritual retreat and it was meant to be the thing and it wasn't really the thing? Mm. There's a reason behind it. it. It will never be the thing. The root cause is the thing yeah. you know, that we need to get to. Um, so there was that. Yeah, I love that. That's really, really good. Yeah. It explains things in my mind. It compartmentalizes things really beautifully. Breaks it and off. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, and the other things I do want to say to you is that all the voids you feel can be um, filled within. You don't need to claw at others, whether it be your partner or friendships. All the voids that you feel can be filled within. Also stop searching outside yourself. Mm. Like when you find yourself comparing and looking outside yourself, just stop for a minute and check in with, you know, your centre, your beautiful, wise knowing. Mm. And um, just know that you have access to your inner wisdom and intuition anytime you make space to hear it. And when you make time for stillness every day, it makes the loud noises of life because there's some pretty harsh things, even in Australia that we're navigating. It just makes that noise a little less harsher. Thank you. They are great. They are great. Great piece of advice. Thank you very much. That was great to hear. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, thank you for coming on the podcast. What I'll do is I'll stop recording. Um, but I just want to say thank you again. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure, Trace, all the way from Australia. Thank you so much. Um, and where can people find you if they want to connect with you? Yes, my ha- my social handles um, for Instagram and Facebook. I do not pay the algorithm game, peeps. Do not play it. So if you find me on socials at Trace, T-R-A-C-E dot Garbin, G-A-R-B-I-N, um, make sure you favourite me because, as I said, I don't play the, the algorithm games at all. Um, I drop a lot of, you know, keys there. Um, and also my website is just tracegarbin.com. Great. All right. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Catch you later. Bye. Bye.